Hello everybody, this is Erin from the Editor's Desk coming to you with a quick little disclaimer. Um, We actually pre-recorded this episode several weeks ago before um, all of the current issues began happening. So we're not going to ignore the topic of racism, don't worry. We are going to be covering that in a future upcoming episode. But I just wanted to let you guys know that in case you're wondering why we don't mention it at all in this episode, we will be covering it in our upcoming episode. So with that, I hope that you guys do enjoy this week's episode. I think it can still relate very well to the world's current situation of just continuous trials. So with that, I hope that you guys enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome to the Taco Latte podcast, the podcast where we discuss how to navigate life as a Christian teen through a teen's perspective. I'm joined with my co-host, Erin Jimerson. And I'm joined with my co-host, Tatum Clark. Hey, Erin. What's up? (laughs) Nothing much. What about you? No, I'm just sweating a ton over here. (laughs) (laughs) What were you doing today? Um, I drove Hudson to Philomath. So he could nice. walk to Dairy Queen with a couple of his friends. Nice. Um, yeah, that's all that went down over here. Oh, and I pressure washed a little bit. Oh, dang. So. That's impressive. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's like a tiny section, but it took so long, and it was okay, making me yeah. so sweaty. Pressure washing takes forever. Like, forever, yeah. The <laughs> nozzle was so small. Oh, yeah. man. Wow. But, yeah, what about you? Um, yeah, nothing much. Um, virtual NatCon is going on. I've kind of popped in and out a little bit, but not a whole lot. Mm -hmm. Um, just various, like, podcast stuff, pretty much. Um, it's been a pretty relaxed day, so that's nice, but, Mm -hmm. yeah, dude, we recorded, we recorded not that long ago. This is, (laughs) I know, (laughs) interesting, but, you know, it's all good. We're gonna just go with the flow. Um, Yeah. We have to come up with highs and lows from, like, the last (laughs) two days. (laughs) The last, yeah, literally. Um, We're going to be trying to do a new system of recording to just make it a little bit more efficient for the editing process. (laughs) So we'll see how that goes. Um, But, yeah, dude, jumping into highs and lows over the past, like, two (laughs) days, what's been up? Okay, so my high was going on a bike ride with you, Aaron. (laughs) It was really fun. And I was really tired afterwards. I know. Dude, I hadn't been biking in, like, two years, I feel like, or more. <laughs> and we yeah. rode almost 10 miles. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a good it was workout. Really good. Um, very hot, but it was good. <laughs> yeah, it was, like, was 80 degrees. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Where was the place that we went called again? We went to E.E. E. Wilson. Oh, okay. Yeah. They had, like, this cool kind of, like, was it a World War One or World War Two memorial thing? Uh, I think it's World War One. Okay, so they had like these really cool, like old buildings. Memorials. Things. Yeah. Yeah, and then like, yeah, it was cool. And then they had pheasants for some mm-hmm. reason, and then a fishing pond. So you know, just a little bit of everything. Just a day um, in the life. <laughs> <laughs> it was good though. Yeah. Um, what about fun. your low? Um. My lows probably, mom's been gone a lot lately, so I haven't seen mm. her in a while. Mm. She's been gone for like three days, but I think she's coming home today, pretty soon. Oh, nice. nice. So that would be good. Um, she is in state and helping my grandma. Oh, okay. Get around. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. 
Nice. But I think we're going to watch a movie outside on the projector, which will be fun. Ooh, dude, that sounds so fun. What mm-hmm. movie? I think Arachnophobia. I haven't seen oh, it yet. That sounds sort of like a scary movie for some reason. I Yeah, I think it's like a spider horror movie. I'm not oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like a, it's, it's an oldie. Oh, okay. So it shouldn't be too so scary. So it might not be, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll okay. see. <laughs> yeah. I can review, review it afterwards. Yeah, you should. Next time we record in like two days or whenever it will be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, what about your highs and lows? Um, well, I kind of mentioned my high already because ours was pretty much the same. Um, I don't know, dude, my low pretty much not much has happened. <laughs> I would probably just have to say like, this is like my last, before the weekend, my last day of like no work. Um, Cause I'll be starting my new job on Monday, which I'm excited wow. for, but it's also been really nice to have a break from working. Yeah, okay. um, so kind of bummer about that but I'm also excited to start working at this new place so it will be good but yeah yeah, dude should we just transition like straight into the taco latte I feel like our transitions have like been lacking lately (laughs) they've gotten worse somehow (laughs) every single time it just goes downhill Uh um can we think of one uh just like we went back oh my gosh (laughs) same thing Just like um, we went bike riding and enjoyed it. You know what else we enjoyed? Oh my gosh. That's like literally. Hopefully we'll enjoy that. this. I'm not sure. True. You know what else we enjoy, Tatum? I enjoy drinking stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so weird. Yeah, it does. We enjoy the taco latte segment. <laughs> yeah, we do. There we go. Our perfectly smooth transition. Okay, Aaron. Tell us what yes. you're drinking. Okay, so I did not have a beverage, so my dad and I walked over to this, like, little kind of sketchy, like, 7-Eleven vibe type place, um, and I got this, like, mint tea. It's called Numi Organic Tea. Um, It has kind of a fun bottle. It, like, starts out kind of skinny at the top, and then it gets wider as it goes down, Um, and yeah, it's a glass bottle. I've never tried this before. It is a classic mint, organic mint herbal tea with notes of lemon. So I'm going to give it a shot. That sounds good. I think I've seen that before. Hmm. So it definitely, okay. Here, hang on. It's pretty watery, which makes sense because it's tea, but then it also has, yeah, so it's like pretty much just tree, uh, just tea. It's fair trade. That's kind of cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's literally just like a sort of iced tea without the ice. Um, kind of a nice refreshing mint flavor that kind of hits you after you've like taken a first little taste. Um, but yeah, pretty good. Nice and enjoyable summer beverage. So nice. Apparently the power just went on the trailer. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Hopefully my computer doesn't die. <laughs> Oh, no. oh, okay. Just the TV went out. Don't freak out. <laughs> okay. What about you? Wait, should I give you a scale or should I oh, try true. mine first? Um, you can give me a scale. Okay. On a scale from Old Spaghetti Factory, the restaurant, <laughs> to um, McDonald's, oh. <laughs> what is your drink? Okay, so we have, like, a mediocrely fancy restaurant and a really, really 
not fancy restaurant. Overrated place. Yeah. Dude, you should have compared it to, um, oh, what's the black name? In and Out. That was oh, so overrated. Anyways, it's so um, you know, it's some sort of summer restaurant. Is that a thing? Maybe like a salad restaurant? I don't know. Okay, huh. I got it. Some sort of restaurant that's like vegan um, okay. and like uses only like oat milk and everything. <laughs> which is nice. okay. Um, okay. And sells like super like weird food, but it tastes surprisingly good. But then again, it's also somewhat like hyped up and not quite as satisfying as you had hoped. Um, I don't even know if that's a real Dude, place, but I just have the place. It. There you go. I have the place you're searching for. What? The place on OSU campus. That okay, one with like the vegan burgers. What? Uh, what is it called? Or not the vegan burgers. It was the vegan burritos. It was like the breakfast burritos. The place we, we went? Yeah. Oh, true. Yeah. Okay. It's like mediocre, but it was like, yeah. Yeah, what it was What was fine. that place called? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's a okay. place. Yeah. Okay, cool. I like your scale. With like breakfast, but no meat. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm drinking... I don't even know how to say this. Um, Calypso? <laughs> I don't know how to say it. <laughs> Wait, what? Okay. Okay. You can read this. It's oh. C-A-L- Dude, I was looking at that and thinking of getting it. That would have been so weird. Okay. So, I don't know how to say that. I think it's just Calypso. Calypso? Sure. Okay, we'll go with that. So, it is the taste of the island. It lemonade. That sounds really refreshing. Mm-hmm. Um, I like I how we both this. went for like light summer drinks. Yeah, I know. We're in the mood for that today. Yeah, dude. Okay. This one has 6% juice. So that's interesting. It's very okay. pink. It is very pink. I'm not sure where the pink comes from. And the food okay. coloring that they put in it? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, okay, it's pretty sweet but then it also has like a bitter lemonade taste afterwards um i don't know it's okay is it better again the second ingredient is sugar (laughs) (laughs) of course that's great um is is it sort of like that uh what's it called like between peace tea and that like other lemonade stuff that's like the aesthetic do you know what i'm talking about it's like it's like on a lemon like on the Trader it. Joe's lemonade. That's so helpful. No, um, <laughs> um, it's in a glass. It's in a glass jar, kind of like that. Um, <laughs> and I feel like it's like the aesthetic Instagram slash Visco lemonade. That's got a little smiling lemon on it. I have zero. Uh, if you guys know what I'm talking about, about please <laughs> let us know so I can not feel so <laughs> awkward right now oh my gosh um <laughs> on a scale from that <laughs> like this isn't your real skill okay this this is just the scale okay. of like to give context as to what kind of beverage it is like okay i don't know is it like okay here i'll change it up is it like from a peace tea to a very very bitter homemade lemonade where would it where would it go um, 
I'm honestly a fan of the bitter lemonade. And I'm not a giant fan of this, so I'd say <laughs> I would say closer to the peace tea side. Because okay. it does kind of have a tea flavor, but I don't know, there might be tea in it. Nope, no tea in it, but it does case taste kind of like tea. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so that's interesting. Okay. But, gotcha. Okay, so now let's probably, do it let's do it on your scale that you made. From the spaghetti factory or spaghetti factory to McDonald's. Okay. Okay, I'm going to say it's like Carl's Jr. Because it's not like the worst. <laughs> like, it's not McDonald's. Really? But it's Carl's definitely... Jr.? I've only been there like once in my life and it was terrible. It's better <laughs> than McDonald's in my opinion. Okay. But, so I would say this Calypso is a Carl's Jr. Because it's like, okay, but it's not okay. good. Right. So You wouldn't recommend going there to a friend. Yeah. Gotcha. But I'll drink it since I have to. Okay, for the for the podcast, for the show, of course. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nice, dude. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So this has been the Taco Latte podcast. Do 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 do. <laughs> also, a side note: there's like actual lemon floating around in it, so it's kind of yeah, chunky, like the other one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I well, see trends, Tatum. You mm-hmm. enjoy beverages that have predominantly sugar in them and you also yeah. enjoy beverages that have chunks of substance of some sort <laughs> yeah. and you also enjoy beverages that like yeah. you don't read the so i didn't choose these someone bought them for me uh that's nice <laughs> was she like here's yeah. your taco latte quota for yeah the month. <laughs> she was <laughs> that's awesome. okay i, I like yeah. how we got back into the taco latte podcast segment after we left it but yeah, know, it's okay. Well, Maybe okay, we I have, have a good transition right here. Okay, go it, go for it. Much like my lemonade is a little bit bitter, um, we're gonna tell you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna hold it together. You got it. Better be professional. I am going to tell you about a st- a book of the Bible where the man was not bitter. In fact, he should have been bitter, but he was not because he followed God. Yes, today we are going to talk about Job, the book of the Bible, Job. <laughs> None other than Job. Are there any, like, Job jokes? Like, why didn't Job lose his job? That was terrible. I don't know. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. I was always confused <laughs> about why Job is spelled, like, job. And mm-hmm. I was thinking about this earlier today. I was like, how do we know it's pronounced Job? What if it's <laughs> That's very true. job and we just say job so we don't get confused? Like, yeah. It's a very good the questions question. that fill my mind. So. Yeah. On a more serious note, however, Job was a pretty cool guy. He mm-hmm. was extremely faithful and we're going to kind of walk through what exactly his story is just as an example for us as Christians going through um, difficult circumstances. So, mm-hmm. do you want to take the first point and we can just kind of alternate? Yeah. So, for those who do not know the story of Job, we're going to give, like, a quick overview. Um, so, the book starts out with um, Job being described as a blameless and upright man that is always careful to avoid evil. And he has a really big family. He has seven boys in- and three girls. Then the story kind of jumps back to heaven, where it tells 
of Satan and God having a conversation where Satan says that Job is only faithful to you, God, because you blessed him. Um, and then Satan basically just asks permission from God to um, make Job's life terrible. Satan wanted to bring sorrow upon Job, so then he would curse God. So that's basically the next part of the story. Um, and Aaron, tell us what happens next. So after Satan gets permission from God to bring trials upon him, or to bring trials upon Job, all of these terrible things start happening almost at the same time. So first, all 10 of Job's children died. So he had, like we mentioned, he had seven sons and three daughters. And they, I, I believe they were all together during a feast and maybe the building collapsed on them. Is that how they died? Yeah. Um, yeah and so immediately all 10 of his beloved children died, which is just terrible, heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. On top of that, all of his livestock died and he was blessed beyond everybody else in the, the whole nation with how many um how many sheep how many rams all of these different types of animals he had he was extremely blessed and then all of those um, mm. livestock died and this was a very important symbol of status so not only have his all of his children died now all of his livestock and like status has kind of died as well right and then on top of this, all of his servants died as well. So just a plethora of sorrow and death comes upon mm-hmm. Job um, because God has given Satan permission to test him. Um, yeah, so what happens after that? Um, so basically through this, Job never ceases to praise God. Um, and a lot of the rest of Job is, well, all this happened in like three chapters, I think. Like all this right. beginning very, part very was beginning. really quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the, the Job is really long. I can't remember how many chapters it is, but it's really long. And then the rest of it is just Job praising God for his goodness and faithfulness. Even though so much of his world just collapsed upon him, Job still praised God. Um, And then kind of the next part of the story is Satan asks God in heaven to test Job again and to give sores and diseases to Job. So not only was Job mourning for the death of his family, his livestock, and his servants, he was also in severe pain with like lots of oozing sores and diseases in his body. Right, like boils all over his entire body. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on top of that, Job's yeah. wife ended up actually turning against him and told Job, like, why are you still praising this God who is allowing you to go through so much pain and who has allowed our entire family to be um, killed? Why mm-hmm. are you still praising this God? Like, he does not sound good. And essentially, she told Job to curse God and kill himself. to die and this just kind of signifies like now god has even allowed for job's marriage to perish because this is just the continual Mm -hmm. uh suffering and tormentation that he has allowed job to endure yeah so right there is like one of my favorite parts in the book of job it's when job's wife says why don't you just curse god and die and job says god has 
been faithful to us in the good times, why wouldn't he be faithful in the bad times? Mm -hmm. um, so that's one of my favorite verses in the book of Job. So the mm -hmm. next three of Job's um, closest friends came and mourned with him. And then after seven days, they just sat with him silently for seven days. And then after the seven days were up, they told Job that he must have somehow sinned to cause all this pain to come upon him. And mm -hmm. that's not a very good thing to hear when you're going through all this terrible stuff. Um, right. So that must have been so discouraging to Job to hear, like, even his good friends to tell him that would be, like, mm -hmm. awful. Mm -hmm. um, right. Because then even after all of this had happened... Job was still faithful to God, which is just such a testimony of incredible faith. Um, mm -hmm. That is just like such a good reminder that like, even if we're going through difficult things, like we still need to be faithful and still trust God that he knows what he's doing because he does. Yeah. Um, so this entire time, Job kept on loving and praising God. Um, yeah, so we have a few verses that we wanted to bring up. Um, just reminding that God is faithful. Even when we don't understand what exactly is happening mm -hmm. to us, God knows what is going on. Um, and an interesting perspective that is so true that Job brought up is in Job 1, 20, 21 to 22, which says, Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked I shall return. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In all this, Job did not sin or charge God with wrong. Mm -hmm. So even after all of these terrible trials, he was still faithful and still did not charge God with wrongdoing. Yeah. And it's a really important thing to remember that we can't take anything to heaven with us. Like we, mm -hmm. once we die, that's it. We can't take any of our earthly, belong earthly belongings um, mm -hmm. and that our main relationship should be a relationship with the Lord, which will remain forever. Right. Um, so yeah, it's just a really good reminder. And this is just the kind of faith that I want to have, just to know that God has a plan, even when you're suffering like so much, right. um, even when yeah. so many bad things are happening, he's just recognizing God's goodness and sovereignty in the situation. So mm -hmm. it's just such a cool reminder right. to look at him. Yeah, so something that I wanted to do is now that we've kind of overviewed Job's story of continual um, trials, I wanted to kind of compare this to a trial that the entire world is under right now that I'm sure all of you are sick and tired of hearing of, but it's still good to mm -hmm. compare it to um, <laughs> the situation, and that is none other than the great COVID-19. Um, and just like asking the question, like, why has God allowed this suffering right. to come upon the entire world? Like so many people have lost their <clears throat> jobs. So many people are just scared about the future. And even though things are still opening back up, it's still, um, it's still a difficult time for so many people. Yeah. So right now, obviously, we do not know the end of the coronavirus yet. So we don't know what God's plan is through this. Mm -hmm. Um but I want to compare that with Job's trials. Like Job didn't know how much encouragement it would bring to other people to hear his story. Like we get so much encouragement from hearing his story nowadays, but he had no idea that this would be a testament to so many people and give people so much encouragement in times when they're struggling personally. So it's just cool to think about like God has a plan 
and no matter what you're going through, like it will encourage people in the future of how we went through it right. um, and exactly. how we actually, we actually came through it. Like we didn't suffer forever. There will be an end. Right, right, right. Um, so that's why we have some verses that we want to kind of go through. Um, and it's just like remembering the point that like, whether or not you believe um, that God is allowing this coronavirus to happen as a part of his judgment or whether or not you believe that it's simply a result of the world's fallen nature or whatever you believe regarding the coronavirus, we can still all agree that God is allowing it to happen. And so we have to look and see, okay, so why would God allow us to suffer? Um, a really good reminder is that God never allows us to suffer needlessly. There is always a point behind any suffering that we have to go through. Um, so Tatum, do you want to cover the first verse mm -hmm. that we have? Yeah, so James 1, 2 through 4 says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete not lacking anything mm -hmm. i love that yeah. verse <laughs> i know it's such a good reminder um because yeah if we didn't suffer we wouldn't really have a reason to mature like if everything uh -huh. was super easy we would never learn the difficult lessons that come through trials, yeah. like faith, perseverance, um, continually trusting in God, even when everything is falling apart. Like we wouldn't have any of those skill sets if he didn't allow us to go through suffering, mm -hmm. um, which is why I also really love this verse. It kind of reminds me of the poem you wrote. Which one? About the bonsai tree. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, I don't know if you want to, I don't know if you want to explain that a little bit, but I think that would be good. No, yeah. Um, do you want me to pull it up or should I just talk about it? You can pull it up. Alrighty. Okay. So this poem that I wrote is titled, I am a bonsai. And essentially, it was this really kind of God thing, I think. I was going through a pretty difficult time and I was taking a walk and God just kind of gave me this weird like thought of like, I am a bonsai, and I was like, what does that even mean? That's weird. Um, but after I was thinking about it some more, I started to really understand that it actually makes a lot of sense, um, because a bonsai is just a regular tree that a bonsai artist takes, and to create a bonsai, what you have to do is you kind of start clipping away at some of its leaves, or you start twisting some of its branches with wire. You start shaping it into what you want it to become. And through this process, the tree goes through a lot of stress. It's really stressful on the plant um, because you're completely reshaping it. But throughout the entire process, the bonsai artist is very careful and very gentle with the plants. So even though the plant is going through such a difficult time, in the end, the bonsai can look back and realize the bonsai artist was simply shaping me into who he wanted me to become. And I think that this is a really great example of Jesus and of God and how they shape us 
through trials. Um, because if God didn't allow us to go through this stressful time of different trials, um, we would not be able to become the end result that he wants. Yeah. Um, because the bonsai has to be put under stress in order for that to happen. Um, so let me see. Okay. I'm a bonsai. I once imagined I was perfect. I did not see my snarled trunk. I was oblivious to my dead branches. I knew only the hidden leaves of the forest floor, only the suffocating decay of soil and grime. One day, a man came into the forest. He gently felt my twisted limbs. He lovingly examined my dying leaves. Then he dug me out of the ground. He brought me to his home. I had never felt fresh air before this. Everything felt new and clean and real. I was happy. One day, the man brought out a strange tool. I had never seen anything like it. He then began cutting into my flesh. One of my branches was broken off. My body was broken and bleeding. The pain was like no other. I had thought that this man cared for me. Had he not saved me from the dead forest? Had he not brought me out into the clean air? Why was he allowing this suffering? Though I did not know at the time, I now know that he had always been with me, giving me nourishment, fixing my branches. He was shaping me into something beautiful. I now know why I went through the pain. My branches were carved and smoothed. There was purpose behind the hopeless tears. He has reshaped me to fit his perfect plan. I now stand strong because of him. This is my story. I am now thankful for the uncertainties. I was never alone for the man who changed me is good. I am a bonsai. What are you? So that's my poem. Um, I love that poem. <laughs> it, it was definitely, oh thanks. It was definitely a uh, kind of thing from God. So that was just really cool. But I see what you mean by it tying into this next verse. Do you want to read that? Because I've been talking a lot. Um, yes. Okay. So John 15, 2 says, Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. Every branch that bears, he prunes that, may, that it may bear more fruit. So this verse is much like Aaron's poem. It's talking about how um, the Lord prunes us. And that might sound like a weird term, but he changes us and forms us into something new and something that's better than it was before. So through right. trials, it might be a hard time where you may lose a friend or you lose a family member or something terrible happens, but you're a different and better person for it if you mm -hmm. stay along and walk with the Lord during that. Um, right. So yeah, it's just that great reminder that right, you exactly. need to stay with the Lord no matter what. And he changes you for the better if you mm -hmm. do. Right. Which then ties into some of these other verses of just like how he allows us to go through trials so we can be strengthened in our faith. Second um, Corinthians 1, 3 through 4 says, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in our troubles so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. Mm -hmm. um, so this is sort of a comfort in the fact that 
by going through trials, we can then help other people who will be going through the same trials down the road or during the same time. Um, We as humans are made to help build each other up and help strengthen one another on our journeys of life. Um, So I think this is just a really good reminder for that. Yeah. And it's like what Heather was talking about a couple episodes ago Mm -hmm. when she was talking about since she went through such hard things at a young age, she's different, and now she can encourage others around her. Right, And if she exactly. hadn't gone through that, she wouldn't have been able to encourage other people um, who were going through similar things. So right. God put a hard thing in her life, and she stayed with him through that trial. And because mm-hmm. of that, she can encourage other people who have been through that now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's also what the book of Job does for people also. So then the next verse is John 16, 33. I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. I love that verse. Um, Just a reminder that God, God has overcome the world, and we don't have to fear. We can have peace in him. Right. And it's like, if we rely on the world to provide that peace, we're going to fall short because ultimately only God can provide perfect peace because he is the creator of that. Um, And so this is just another comfort in times of difficulties. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, let's jump back into kind of looking at the life of Job and how his story ended after he remained faithful, even in times of difficulty. so yeah, Tatum, what happened as a result of his incredible, incredible faithfulness? Yeah, so Job remains faithful to God through all of this. And God reminds Job of these truths in his continual sovereignty and wisdom and power. And then Job concedes these truths and repents for any wrongdoings of his. Um, and then he offers a sacrifice of seven rams and seven bulls to make up for the wrongdoings and any lack of faith in him and his friends. Um, So we just see at the end that Job repents for any wrongdoing he might have done, um, and then he makes a sacrifice to God just to say that he will trust him from now on. Right, right, and that he's relying in the fact that he knows that, like, these verses, even though he didn't have the New Testament, he could still know that these things were true, um, and he was promising to to believe that and to keep those truths. Um, yeah. At the very end of the book of Job, something pretty crazy happens. Um, we can see that God has been very well pleased with Job um, and his tremendous faithfulness. And as a result of this faithfulness, God not only gives back what Job had once had, but he actually doubles it. So he doubled the amount of rams that he had. He doubled the amount of cattle or whatever other animals he had. He got twice as much as he had once had. Mm -hmm. And then he he also doubled his amount of servants. And then God also healed him of his physical um, sores. Mm -hmm. And then he also blessed him with seven more sons and three more daughters. Um, And then something interesting that our pastor brought up. Okay, so the Bible says that every possession of Job's was doubled. And so you may look at this and see, well, his 
children weren't doubled. He still had seven sons and three more daughters. But in actuality, they were doubled because his children didn't die. Yes, they died in the world, but they are still alive in heaven. So mm -hmm. now he actually has 14 sons and six daughters, and just half of those are living on earth, but he'll see the other ones later. Like, mm -hmm. it's not a complete loss because God saved them. Um, and it might have seemed like a complete loss at the time, but really, they are in heaven. And, yeah. yeah. So, so, yeah, in the end, he ended up having 20 children, which is just such yeah. an incredible blessing. Um, and then at the end of it all, he lived a very long um, life. And I think you can just really see, like, God wouldn't have allowed Job to go through all of this and then been like, okay, well, that was great. Thanks for being faithful to me. I'll see you in heaven. Like, mm -hmm. <laughs> God is good. And he knows that we value um, possessions here on earth. And though we shouldn't place our whole value in those, they're still okay to value. And so God recognizes that. And he gives those things to us as a gift and as a blessing. Um, but like you mentioned, yeah. Tatum, people are not possessions. And if he had doubled his children, it would have been acting as if they were like possessions. Um, but they're not. They're humans with souls and personalities. And so it was a blessing that God provided him with 10 additional children. Um, but he did not have to do that. But because he is good, he, um, yeah. he remained faithful in the end and chose to do that. So mm -hmm. I don't know. I think this whole story is just like a tremendous example of God's eternal faith or eternal faithfulness to us and just eternal love. Um, even mm -hmm. when we can't see past the fog, he, he can and he knows what's best for us. Exactly. Well, I hope that this has been encouraging to you guys. Um, hearing Job's story is definitely encouraging to me. Just a reminder mm -hmm. that God will see it see us through the trials that we face and we are not alone right. we have a god that loves us and wants us to lean on him and trust in him um mm -hmm. so i hope that was encouraging to you guys um should we talk about the weekly challenge yeah um so i'm kind of feeling like we should keep the weekly challenge from last time yeah <laughs> uh just because it's literally been two days for us but um i don't know thoughts on that Yes, I think we should, too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do you have any idea of the Bible verses you want to memorize? The Bible verse? Um, I don't know. I was almost thinking about memorizing a chapter just to Ooh. challenge myself. Um, <clears throat> yeah, but I haven't decided which chapter. Okay. So I have to think about that a little bit more. That's a good idea. I should do that, too. Um, have you decided on which verse slash chapter you're going to do? I have not. Um... It'll probably be from one of my favorite books of the Bible, which are all pretty much in the New Testament. Um, yeah, I don't know, probably something relating to just having constant faith, mm -hmm. um, kind of like what we're talking about here, because um, I think that's just an excellent reminder, yeah. just to be able to like, like, I don't know, being able to like look back in your memory and be like, okay, this is true. And it's from God's word and I have right. it memorized so I can constantly like, like think about it and contemplate it. Yeah. It's just really cool. So. Yeah. And when you memorize something, you'll just like randomly remember it later. That happened right. to me with um, 
just random like school assignments. Like, if you <laughs> memorize something and then you like a word sparks in your mind, then you can like remember a lot more. Um, nice. So yeah, it's really good to memorize parts of the Bible. Exactly. Well, um, yeah, we hope that this uh, episode has been encouraging to you guys uh, like it was encouraging to us. And let us know what Bible verses you're planning on memorizing. Yeah. Um, so we can kind of like keep each other accountable and like all of that. But I think this has been the Talk About Day oh. podcast, Tatum. What do you think? Um, I think, yeah. <laughs> I think it was pretty good. All right. <laughs> I agree. Well, Tatum, until next time, I'm Erin. And I'm Tatum. And this has been the Talk About Day podcast.